Welcome to the Lex Tech in 10 podcast, a resource for Lexington teachers to learn about innovative technology to use in your classroom, as well as tips and tricks to streamline your workload. I'm Lisa Rhodes, one of the elementary digital learning coaches. I'm Rachel Kuberry, the district's assistive technology specialist. And I'm Ann Kim Tenner, the high school digital learning coach. Just a reminder, the opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts and guests. Make sure you check out the show notes for more information, resources, and other podcasts. Hello, and welcome to episode 11, season two of the Lex Tech in 10 podcast. I am Lisa Rhodes. For our final episode of the year, we are featuring the Lexington digital learning coaches who talk about something positive from this unique, once-in-a-lifetime school year. We hope this inspires you. And now for an announcement. While most of us are eager to unplug, relax, and enjoy being with other human beings this summer, getting back into the swing in August can be stressful, especially if stored data is unorganized. Fellow digital learning coach Dave Winninger created a fun summer tech bingo card featuring simple and quick activities to do over the summer to organize files you already have then prepare for the upcoming school year. We have linked this to the show notes. For those who like a challenge with a reward, we will be offering a chance for a prize to all who complete the card. Simply email Anne, Rachel, or me, Lisa, for details. Have a great summer, everyone. Hi there, this is Tracy Jansen, the digital learning coach for Bridge and Harrington Elementary Schools. I have seen quite a transformation in teaching and learning in these past months as we've been putting forth an enormous effort to try and engage students in new ways. The conditions for learning new technology have been ideal. When we seek new skills for a true purpose and out of necessity, we have this elevated level of motivation and we're willing to take risks. And that is what we have done. Um, It has been my privilege to meet people where they are and to help integrate technology in a way that feels comfortable and in a way that is productive. And once that foundation is set, creativity flows. It has been really fun to stretch and be creative with existing technology tools. Uh, The ways in which teachers and students are using Seesaw as a digital portfolio, as well as a communication tool. Uh, We've been using Google Apps, especially Google Slides, uh, to collaborate and create. And uh, how about the way that our video calls have evolved into, you know, real classroom scenarios with dynamic presentation and small group work? Uh, We've built a lot of confidence around technology, and I am so excited for, for what lies ahead. My name is Eddie Davey. I'm the digital learning coach at Clark Middle School. In many ways, this has been the most difficult 14 or 15 months in all of our educational experiences, both for kids and for adults. Despite the difficulties, it was great to see so many educators willingly to rapidly adapt and try out new tools over the last many months. I was particularly glad to see so many teachers jump in and use tools which change or even accelerate our students receiving feedback. For instance, teachers very quickly adapted to using videos for instruction and became the videos became more dynamic when teachers provided immediate feedback through the use of tools and items like Edpuzzle. 
Even more, by adapting so many, some of the advanced features in Google Forms, teachers experimented with giving both feedback and even on-the-spot instruction to students based on the progress they were showing, even when the teacher wasn't present. I really hope this can continue in the future. This year has had so many educational challenges and so many difficulties, but by seeing teachers adopt these new things, I think it's been great. Every year there's new tools that we can use. Every year new items emerge. So what I really hope is that this, this excuse me, what I really hope is that this spirit of experimentation, this ex- spirit of trying things that are new and different to help the kids learn continues as we continue going back to what I hope is a more new normal. Even if it is more normal, hopefully this spirit of experimentation will really uh, continue on. Okay, thank you. Hi, everyone. I am Rachel Kuberry, the district's assistive technology specialist and one of the co-hosts of the show. When I think about this past year and reflect on things that shifted and changed, as well as things I want to keep for next year, I really think about our shift towards more digital work for all students. And so that came about because of the pandemic and remote learning, but it was really helpful for a lot of my special education students who needed to access work digitally, either for reading support, writing support, or executive functioning. So for example, regarding executive functioning, when we provide all of our work digitally, it's actually almost always with the student and harder for us to lose things. It does add an executive functioning burden for um, organizing those digital materials and sort of being able to see them when you can't lay them out on a table in front of you. But many students do really well with the organization of digital work. And the second thing about digital work that I wanted to point out was um, access to reading support. And so when we provide our work digitally, either in, say, a Google Doc or a PDF or just an article on the internet, we can use the Read and Write for Google extension to hear that work read aloud, either, you know, paragraph by paragraph, the whole work together, or just those words that a student might have difficulty decoding. And so just by shifting and providing our work digitally allows students to independently access those tools to support their their reading. So those are some of the things I'd like to see continue next year. Hello, everyone. I am Lisa Rhodes, one of the elementary digital learning coaches and also a co-host of this podcast. As the pandemic started to take hold and we were all scrambling to figure out how to teach in a new way, Screencastify quickly became my go-to product. Almost every email I received asked for help on a specific technology tool. It was far more efficient and personable to create a how-to video response. My recipient, whether staff, student, or parent, could follow the instructions easily and repeat as often as needed. This great tool eliminated the often back and forth email follow-ups. Screencastify is easy to use and edit. I noticed that I was organizing the videos and folders to quickly and easily respond to common questions. Going forward, I now have a library to use when needed. Teachers can create videos to help students understand a tricky concept to use again and again. The video files stay permanently in the individual user's Google Drive and can be downloaded. Students can easily use Screencastify to show their learning, yet another tool for demonstrating knowledge. Hi there, I'm Howard Wolke. I am the DLC over at Diamond Middle School. And the piece of technology that I really hope we can keep for the future and that we can keep using is Canva. Um, Canva has been around for a long time. Uh, I've been using it for, I think, over five years now. 
but now we are able to use it with students. Uh, the student data privacy agreement was signed, and so we can actually use this tool with students now. Um, and it's such a wonderful design tool. It can help uh, students really kind of create some really beautiful looking designs. Um, and it's super simple to use. And what I love about it is how students, especially from what I've seen at the middle school level, students want to create authentic things. And Canva allows them to do that. The designs they can make in Canva, anybody can make in Canva. And you often can see designs made in Canva out in the real world. And by letting students do this and use this uh, for their creations, it makes them feel like it's an authentic activity they're doing, as opposed to just another thing they have to do for school. Um, and that's one of the great things about Canva. And the school version of Canva has all of the features open up to the students, and it allows them to really kind of craft and make some beautiful designs. And so my hope really is that over you know, the next few years, we can be using Canva more, and we can really uh, get into it, and our students can be designing some amazing things. That's it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hi, my name is Ann Kim Tenner, and I'm one of the digital learning coaches at Lexington High School, um, and also one of the hosts of this podcast. One of the things that I really liked about this year was the addition of some more interactive tools, uh, like Pear Deck and Jamboard. I feel like they are tools that everyone can use in a different way and get that get everyone engaged, um, whether you're shy or quiet or there are just lots of people in the class. It's a way to have everyone's voice heard, and I hope that we keep using them in the future. Hello, everybody. This is Julie Spang, elementary DLC at Estabrook, Fisk, and Lexington Children's Place. And the tech integration that I saw improve a great deal, uh, especially during the COVID period, was the collaboration between the digital learning coach group and the science and social study elementary department heads. And we were able to work together to create a schedule for several of the um, grades units to bring in experts to help teach the students directly. And we had people from all over the country and even outside of the country come in and speak with students. Um, we started early in the COVID period in 2020, bringing in a series of park rangers from the national parks to speak to our students um, about the indigenous species in the park, the geology in the park, points of interest, etc. And we did that again this year, and we um, expanded on that idea for the grade five uh, ecosystem unit. We were able to bring in a bunch of scientific experts who had conversations with our students working with uh, anywhere from polar bears to water conservation, invasive species, sustainable farming, and more. Um, I would love to see this kind of um, contact the expert uh, exercise in every grade. I think it's just a wonderful way to um, to use the resources across the globe to uh, to help teach our students. Thank you for listening to the Lex Tech in 10 podcast. Don't forget to reach out to any one of us or your building digital learning coach for questions and assistance. That's what we're here for. Also, check out our website, gg.gg backslash lextechin, the number 10, 
where you can find show notes and other resources. Do you have an idea for a future podcast? Would you like to be featured on a future podcast? Email us at lextechin10 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.